This is KDNK Carbondale Community Access Radio, Glenwood Springs, Carbondale, the Roaring Fork Valley, and beyond. Support for Geek Speak on KDNK comes from Louie the Computer Guy, providing PC and Mac repair, networking support, tutoring, and web design. It's secure, informed, and connected. 970-948-7992. I'm your host, Matt McBrayer, from Roaring Fork Help Desk in studio with Louie the Computer Guy. How's it going, Matt? Going good. On a President's Day afternoon. Yeah, we're working overtime today. Yes, we are. So, as always, call in 970-963-2976. So much exciting tech news going on today. Absolutely. Maybe. Maybe not. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, let's see. Last week we... There we go. Oh, we got a phone call already. You're on with the geeks. It's Craig from Rifle. Hey, Craig. Hey, Craig from Rifle. Hey, I wanted to jump in before you guys got onto something, and I didn't want to sidetrack. But I have two. Questions I thought you were going to say you. before we got into something you didn't want to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I can turn you off. Yes, you can. <laughs> I, I had two questions. One is I've been on an older computer laptop. I've been getting a thing about a problem with the driver. And I'm wondering, because I do get things sent about uh, updating your drivers, is that a real thing, and how do you go, and if it is, how do you go about doing it? Uh, And the second thing is, if you've got time to uh, discuss again uh, virtual private networks. All right. Okay. And I'll hang up. All right. (laughs) All right. See you. Thanks. Take care. You're welcome. All right. Where to begin? Well, let's start with uh, drivers. I yeah. Guess. That one's easy. So uh, on a Windows machine, go to, uh, go, to, uh, go to the updates area, search for updates, and then go to optional updates. Yeah. Uh, that'll give you a list of uh, you know, most major driver interfaces that need updates. Uh, so like your Intel, if it's an Intel, your Intel chipsets and your Intel drive. So if, if it's a major company, uh, there's a good chance that if there is a driver update that needs to be run, it'll be there. Um, got it. If it's a, a more interesting, like, uh, maybe, a uh, analog digital converter for, uh, media creation or something like an like, external device or something like well, that. Well, just, I was thinking like a, something for like music production. Okay. Or, yeah. you know, some spe- piece of specialty equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, it may not show up in that list. And so you'll probably want to go to s- figure out what driver you have and mm-hmm. figure out if you need to update the firmware on the device and update the driver. And that'll all be done by going to the manufacturer's website, going to s- support or downloads, uh, finding your device and seeing w- how your version numbers match up and running the update. Got it. Well, you know, maybe we should reel this back just a little bit and talk about what drivers are. Yeah. Um, so, actually, before I before I um, before we skip over it, you were talking about uh, getting into Windows Update. A really good way to get into Windows Update is to just in a little search window down in the lower left hand corner, just type in Windows Update. Just type in Update. Yeah, and um, it'll basically it'll show up in a little list of of uh, results, and you just click on it. And it'll take you there, and yep. then you say the uh, is you it, uh, check for updates. Yeah, and then after that finishes doing its thing, it'll tell you if there's any software updates available. And right below, at the bottom of that list will be uh, optional updates. Yep. And then in that list will be any uh, updates for uh, you know 
for whatever is needed on that machine. Got it. Um, if yep. and usually you probably only want to do that uh, if you're experiencing some sort of error. That I mean, I yep. I typically just go in there and do it anyway. But yep. um, just and this is more like this is probably ten years old kind mm-hmm. of thing where it's like, well, if it's working, let's leave it alone for drivers. But yeah, um, you know, but but if your computer's acting a little weird and you know on a particular thing, you can go, oh, my you know display is acting funny. Let's try updating the display driver and see if that, you know, fixes it, if exactly. it's in that list. Yep. So now let's talk about the way that the uh, people in the malware industry have exploited the whole concept of drivers and the ignorance. Well, I don't want to call it ignorance, but the lack hmm. of education about drivers and what drivers are and right. why they're important. And uh, so basically a driver is a little little miniature piece of software that um, if you think about it, you know, and this is especially, this is like a totally a PC centric conversation here. This is, this is drivers in a Mac. If if something comes up on your Mac and tells you you need to update a driver, it's lying to you. Just, well, it might be a hard, it might be a you know a particular piece of hard yeah. Kit actually, that, yeah, it, go back to so like uh, a, like an M Audio uh, M box. Exactly. So uh, so say you and it you but it usually comes on the heels of upgrading your operating system. That's when you're going to get those types of messages. Um, right. Yeah, it'll be right when you upgrade from, like, Catalina to to Big Sur or something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but anyway, a uh, driver is a piece of software that um, allows the hardware of your computer and your operating system to communicate. Right. It's, it's a go It's, it's, a go it's like a, trans, it's a translator or a, a conduit, basically. Right. right. It's, it tells the, 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 the core of Windows... Mm-hmm. Hey, you have this piece of software here. I know how to talk to, or excuse me, this piece of hardware, and it knows how to talk to the hardware and get data back and forth between the two and translate for yeah, exactly to make it make it operate properly. Um, so, and like I was saying, I mean, and even in the PC world, one of the reasons that drivers get um, need to be updated is if you've done an upgrade to your operating system. Sometimes it's not even a big upgrade to your operating system will cause a driver to become obsolete and um, you know especially when you think about you know you got a computer a pc that's three or four years old um, and you've updated your microsoft windows you know five or six times since then um, then i mean what are the odds that that driver is going to be fully um yeah what do you want fluent <laughs> well, is it, well it yeah. depends on like, let's say you run a security update maybe something some part of the driver th- the way that the driver and Windows were talking to each other, basically, mm-hmm. you know, that the, let's say a security pr- uh, issue was found in Windows. Windows changes the way that it talks to that driver, and yep. then all then the, the company that produced the driver needs to come back and say, okay, well that you know isn't available, or we have to tell we have to tell our driver to talk to Windows in a different way because of the security issue, mm-hmm. and so then you yep. have to update the driver to the latest version, so it. Windows and it can talk to each other properly. That doesn't happen yep. often anymore, but yep. it does happen. Yeah, it does. And so then uh, let's go straight into the uh, the way that the malware industry has exploited the whole driver issue, uh, the lack of education about drivers. Um, so uh, one really common thing, you, malware usually, uh, you usually encounter malware, which basically means bad software, because right. um, there's so yeah, there's so many types now that bad and unneeded software. Um, basically, the two times that you'll encounter it is from either a 
uh, website that is gotten into some sort of a lucrative financial arrangement with people that make malware and have allowed them to embed pop-ups in their website and um, that lead you to believe that something horrible has happened to your computer like your drivers are out of date. Um, and then you will click on something and then a piece of software which does nothing anywhere close to what it says it does. It, it really it has we're, nothing to do we're, with We're looking at you, software called Driver Update. Yeah. If you exactly. have Driver Update on your computer, delete it now. Yeah, exactly. Or, yeah, go in and go into your programs uh, programs and features. And But, you know, there are several different – I've come across three or four different permutations of, you know, Driver Update software. Oh, yeah. Uh, malware. Definitely. And, um, Basically, uh, what you'll notice is uh, after uh, installing driver update or uh, other piece of software like that is that uh, you'll notice that your computer's trying to sell you stuff, lots and lots of right. stuff, and that your search engine pages have changed and um, you know nothing, nothing's as it was <laughs> prior to the uh, to installing driver update. On the other hand, um, none of your drivers got updated. None of your hardware works any better. <laughs> I guarantee it. It doesn't. That's just not what it does. Um, so anyway, um, so beware. Uh, and I don't know how many times have I have never come across other than driver update and other pieces of malware. I've never come across an unsolicited message that says your drivers are out of date or your your drivers need to be updated. Um, it's usually manifests itself in I was say the only, bad I can, behavior. Just, right. I mean, the computer not acting. I can only think of one case, and this was years ago, uh-huh. where I had updated a piece of software and the driver was separate. Oh. And it came up and said, "Hey, you know, you know, I'm designed for for this driver and this firmware. Yours are out of date." And it, uh-huh. said, and it said, "Hey, you, will you take care of that, please." Yeah. Oh, that's because a, that's it, a great example of of a legitimate. But I haven't seen one of those in unsolicited in, in, driver update. I haven't seen yeah. one of those in what ten years. Exactly. Yeah. So, because now they just package the driver and the firmware with the software, and mm-hmm. when you install the software, it goes, "Is the firmware correct?" It goes, "Yep," or it, it runs the update, or and mm-hmm. it does the same thing with the driver, and then it just goes. Exactly is what happens today. Yeah. So, like For I said, sure. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that one in a very long time. Yep. Exactly. So um, then, taking it one step further. Where do you get, and you already covered this, but I just thought I'd give a little cautionary warning. Where do you get your drivers from? Because if you type in the name of, like, you know, the part number for a network card or something, you know, like a USB network dongle or whatever, you type in the model number for that, and chances are the first anywhere between 10 and 30 results you're going to get are sites that have something like uh, ultimate ultimate uh, driver repository dot com or you know right I mean, okay yeah you're looking and, for the the manufacturer although yeah, just um, things like that and and so let me just tell you right now uh, you go go anywhere other than the manufacturer's website you do so at your own risk because you will probably yes. end up with malware on your computer um, and yeah. and if nothing else at a best case scenario you'll waste ten minutes of your life so yeah anyway. Looks like we got another phone call coming in. You're on with the geeks. Hey, yeah, I was wondering, uh, on my email, my Hotmail Outlook, like forever, for years, uh, you know, my the emails that come in, I, maybe I'll get, you know, three or four or five a day. And then, like, last week, I started getting, like, 30 or 40 a day. 
and it's all junk. So did my filter go off? What what happened? So I saw I saw the story. I haven't had a chance to look at it very closely, uh, but my, and I and the terminology that the reporter used uh, was not very precise. And so let me just just big grain of salt. Um, it's not entirely clear to me. I haven't dug deep enough to, to understand. Uh, but it does appear that Outlook is having a spam filter issue for the last, the last approximately 14 days. Oh, great. Um, <laughs> so, so I don't, I don't, don't, it sounds like it's probably the spam filters for Hotmail, which are the same as Outlook mm-hmm. and all of those. So, and it sounds, sounded like, um, like if you have Exchange or any of the other email services that use the Microsoft online spam filter list or whatever it is, uh, that's yeah. malfunctioning currently, and I haven't been able to find anything uh, other than it's been approximately 14 days since that started malfunctioning. Wow, so, yeah, that's kind of what happened. So so I just keep an eye on it, and if not, maybe get you guys to figure out a okay. filter or something yeah i think you should manually go in and flag every single one of those and and you know mark it as i'm i'm just kidding <laughs> um, <laughs> and the, the real bummer is that hot girls in your neighborhood are not actually looking to meet you <laughs> <laughs> no, so, the truth hurts. well i'm sorry i'm sorry actually they may be but they're not going to communicate it to you via <laughs> an email message so well well, this is crazy. I guess I'll just wait and see. Maybe Outlook can figure it out. They've got to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so just <laughs> yeah, they're the they're the top tech company in the United States, arguably. But uh, yeah, oh, I mean, they've they've got to figure it out. They got to figure it out. Yeah. So uh, here's okay, here's, I'll take a, here, a look at here's a hack for you. Okay, um, if if it's really getting on your nerves, um, and I have a number of, of customers that are using like old Earthlink email accounts and stuff like that that. Like don't yeah. I mean they haven't upgraded their their spam filtering in fifteen years, and uh, yeah. w- what they do is um, set up a new Gmail account, and then set the uh, Earthlink account to forward to the Gmail account, and then it all gets run through Gmail spam filters, which is so. the best in the world. Um, and, oh, okay. Yeah, so that that's the other way to do it, and then you just check your mail and your Gmail. So here's instead. an update from uh, so update February twentieth. At 2.04 p.m. Eastern, according to Microsoft's service status page, the problem appears to be resolved. Our original story appears below. So Okay. So that was just uh, you yeah. know, 40 minutes ago. Oh, huh? cool. Oh, boy. Yeah. yeah. So, so see, those... if it gets, see if it gets better. Um, there is a uh, Microsoft ser- service status page you can go check out if you want to dig into okay. it more than that. Mm-hmm. But, um, it's yeah, supposedly 40 minutes ago it was uh, corrected. Oh, that's crazy. Well, I've got a Gmail uh, email, too, so I'll, I'll see what I can come up with. Yeah, that that's a pretty elegant solution. You know, you just got to kind of keep track of where everything, where those messages came from. But Gmail's really good at, um, it stamps mail that came from, an, that got forwarded from an external account. It basically okay. show, it shows in the, um, like, in the line, in the mail window that it was forwarded right. over from another account. So Right. Yeah. So. Hey, you guys are always helpful. Thank you. Oh, You're you welcome. Bet. Thanks for calling, man. All right. Yeah. Uh nine seven zero nine six three two nine seven six is the number that he called yes. to get that excellent advice we gave him. Um so speaking of Microsoft, um and I'm I'm kinda bumming because I first found out that there's a new Bing on the block, right? Okay. <laughs> and I and I first found it out, I remoted into a customer's computer this morning 
and it really wanted it was like it's like you are one of the lucky ones you get to try out the new bing it was like it was like going let's do this you know and um i didn't really have time i wasn't there to you know test out a new search uh, so so basically it's being billed as an ai based chatbot search engine um which may sound familiar if you listen to our show 2 weeks ago um I'm willing to bet that they've taken, put lipstick on a pig named ChatGPT <laughs> and turned it into their the Bing chatbot. Um, but so, yeah, so Bing has come out with a new uh, artificial intelligence-based search engine. Um, if you go to Bing.com um, and you want to try it, there is a, a, a basically a wait list that you can um, enroll for. Uh, it's in a window off to the right of the page. On the right part of the page and um, uh, however uh, buyer beware um, because uh, <laughs> Matt and I were having a great time uh, perusing some of this but I guess uh, Microsoft has already had to limit the number of um, chat conversations you can have with the new Bing bot um, because after six or so interactions the conversation seems to get a little bit off off track, I guess would be a good way to call it. Um, so disturbing reports of the chatbot responding to users with threats of blackmail, love propositions, and ideas about world destruction. <laughs> so, you know, I got to hand it to it. At least it goes big, you know. <laughs> so, well, but, I'm just like, is it like, you know, Marvin the Martian or, you know, or like day after tomorrow or what? Yeah, it, it's not specifying, curious. but um, yeah, anyway, uh, so <clears throat> after a period of time, I guess the conversations start to kind of degrade <laughs> and go downhill. And um, so a lot of the concerns or problems that uh, companies have had with uh, artificial intelligence um, seem to be to still exist. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's not as intelligent as we would like to think. So um, let's hear. So Pete. I think Greg wanted us to talk about VPNs. Oh, that's right. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm glad I could insert that little segue. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What do you think about VPNs, Matt? Matt's yeah. got a cool VPN set up. Yeah, you, you can like VPN. You can you can act like you're coming from anywhere in the world, right? Yeah. You know? Yes. And, uh, yeah, I've been uh, I've been using uh, Proton VPN for several years. I mainly use it when I'm traveling. Uh-huh. Uh, as my primary use case is just like, well, I'm at, a, at an airport on, a, on an unknown mm-hmm. network. I'm just gonna, you know, skip it. I yeah. So, but the only the the big question uh, when you're looking at a VPN is, you know, you're you're you know basically connecting to somebody that you have to have some level of trust with. Yeah. And in other words, the VPN provider. The VPN provider, because it's yes. like you know, what are the uh, are they keeping logs for you know what are they keeping logs for uh-huh you know and and so and so that's really the question is is what um you know what level of trust are you willing to put on that that service mm-hmm. i mean obviously yeah you know are they going to sell your data data have they been uh approached by a a three-letter uh agency and uh subpoenaed uh okay. you know for for your information that's mm-hmm. uh that's the question so you have to figure out you know, and uh, what was it? I think it was. I'll have to go look it up. It's like privacy something dot com mm-hmm. uh, yeah. has gotten gone through and read all of the 
the details and basically done a you know a red yellow green grading system so you can look at a particular thing and yeah. see exactly so let's talk about i can think of three different um really prevalent reasons why somebody would use a vpn basically a vpn is a piece of software you put on your computer and it causes it it creates what we call an encrypted tunnel and that tunnel um goes from your computer to a um, exit point somewhere else in the world and up to that point all of your uh, all the whole all the data that you're sending is all encrypted and so even if somebody in, intercepted a um, encrypted um, VPN tunnel, uh, it would just be garbage. It, would, you know, it wouldn't mean anything to anybody. And so um, basically what it does is it makes it look like your Internet traffic is originating from somewhere else in the world um, other than where it is. And so some of the common uses for this, um, for instance, uh, my daughter did a couple of years over in China teaching English. And um, in order to watch a, a lot of um, American television shows have licensing agreements that basically limit where they can be aired. Uh, and a lot of them are limited to the continental United States, for instance. So she would use a VPN to make her um, network traffic appear to come out in Virginia, uh, in which case, no problem. You're, you're in yeah. Virginia. You can watch this. You know, no. yeah. And that's changed uh uh, one of my clients was having problems with uh, the commercial ones. We I had to build her a VPN system to mm-hmm. uh, to access yep. uh, stuff because they, the commercial ones basically the what her use case uh, if she used one of the commercial ones com- they would come back and say sorry that IP address is on the list you're not allowed to access this oh okay so we had Got to yeah. I had to build a, a well, custom VPN I would agree that the landscape is definitely we changing. For instance, I uh, was trying to watch one of my favorite British sitcoms that um, they just recently came out with a new season, and the new season is blacked out in the United States for some reason. And um, so I'm like, oh, no problem. I'm going to VPN into Britain, and then I'm going to get the BBC TV viewer, you know, which is a free free piece of software you can download. And um, so after spending, let's see. I think I spent about three hours. I enrolled in three different VPN, the trial versions of three different VPN products. Um, uh, And after all that, I found out that if you live in Great Britain and you want to watch television and you aren't paying for cable TV or satellite TV, you have to pay a, I think it's around $240 a year um, licensing fee. Have you heard of anything like this before? Yes, there is a licensing fee for yes. TVs in Britain. Yes. Yeah. So um, it's like woohoo! You're connected, and you can you're like one click away from watching this. Just give us your credit card and pay the two hundred and forty dollars, and everything will be great. And um, that's where that's where I said no. <laughs> I didn't want to watch it that bad. I figured it'd come bouncing around eventually somewhere. So that's one reason that people would use VPNs. Um, another reason people would use VPNs is if they have some extremely sensitive business information yep. that they're uh, communicating to a business partner somewhere um, on the internet, um, and they don't—they just basically want to keep the tunnel. And because you can, you can do VPN. You can create an encrypted tunnel between two different offices. Right, if I've done have, that many. Have, yeah, so if you, if you have the right device, 
Um, you can basically make, create what they call a point-to-point -point VPN, so it makes all the traffic between those two offices um, completely uh, encrypted. Yeah, it's garbage if you try to look at it. You know. Yeah. So, so that's another reason. Um, and then, of course, the third reason would be nefarious reasons. Um, you know, wanting to uh, stalk somebody and have them not find out who yeah. you are, where you are, uh, where you're from, things like that. Um, so. And, and, of course, hacking, you know, but that falls under the category of nefarious reasons. Yes. You know, I, I would be willing to bet that no hacker who's worth his weight in salt doesn't have a good VPN solution. You know? Right. Or has yeah. or has installed VPN solutions on other people's hardware, too. Yes. To, so to, they could look at all their stuff as it comes through. Right. Well, and vice versa. I was thinking, yeah. looking like you're, you know, work for AT&T or something. Oh, there you go. Yeah, whoever. Yeah. Picks wow. up. No, that's a great idea. I'm going to go home and try that. Okay. So, um... So. So the website I was thinking of is privacytools.io. Okay. Uh, they have they uh, they've spent a, a quite a bit of time working on that. Um, and the other good place to read about VPNs is ssd.eff.org. So it's security self-defense.electronicfrontierfoundation.org. Great. Is that what the yeah? So ssd.eff.org. Good information. And uh, so. that those are two good resources for you guys to yep. make your decisions. All right. Well. That music signifies 25 minutes of your life that you'll never get back. But hopefully, hopefully that, you enjoy hopefully it. Hopefully you're that much smarter. So. Yes. so we'll be back on March 6th. Woohoo! Yeah. You've been listening to Geek Speak on KDNK. I'm your host, Matt McGrath from Roaring Fork Help Desk in studio with Louie the Computer. Guy. Hey, thanks for running the board, Matt. You're and welcome. we'll see you in a couple weeks.